All right, here we go in three, two, one. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Sports Medicine. Ah, Jeremy, Jeremy. It goes like this. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. I'm Alicia M. John, John, that's not right. I think it was more like, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Med Res. Now, how about this? I got it. I'm Chad. And I'm Kevin. And you're listening to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. So this is actually John and Jeremy. We both listen to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, so my Wisconsin <laughs> accent is terrible. So I was trying to do it. I had it in my head. It sounded right, but I just couldn't do it. So, guys, welcome to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, and uh, I hope you enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. How many podcasts... Can you start a show with? I don't know, but they <laughs> they tried a lot. It was I think oh, they hit most, most athletic of, training podcasts. Yeah, that was about half of them. Yeah, and apparently maybe. I apparently Actually, I have maybe. a high squeaky voice. I, I didn't know I had a high squeaky voice. <laughs> I told Thanks, him. Jeremy. He emailed that to me, and I said, "What gonna, a Wisconsin accent gonna, on the kid." I'm going to say. He said he he tried. He had it in his head, and it just didn't come <laughs> across like he thought it would. And I said, "That's okay." I'll do my Texas one. And he goes, do you do one? I go, no. <laughs> but nah. I'll try. Draw, y'all. Draw, y'alls. Well, welcome to the show, Yeehaw. y'all. It's Is that Texas? Can- I see you have one. Training you have podcast, y'all. Yeah, give, you, give me yours. You did I just one. did it. We've got the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, y'all. Now, Jeremy, he's got very minimal accent, you know? I don't, I don't think there's... He's he's you can tell he's from Texas, but it's not this like big drawl, you know. I know a few people that's got some drawls in their draws. Draws. Yeah. Man, holy cow. I'm really liking these intro things. This is I think becoming start, one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I think we should just do those and forget the rest of the show. Just keep having intros. That's what people really want cuz it's funnier. Why don't everybody listening just record a little bit of whatever you want. We'll splice them together and that we'll call it a show. You know what's great? Less work for us. So, if you don't remember the first podcast we did and how how Barely. long it took, right? And how long it took to like get used to hearing yourself and whatever, 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 and very self conscious of like, ah, God, I sound like a certainly such a nerd. Yeah, nobody likes how they sound on the like, answer machine or their voicemail or it's whatever. It's a great exercise. Answering machine is that still a thing? Sure, why not? Um, no, it's not. Especially not the ones with like the little tapes and you had to buy new ones because they're full or you just erase them. Um, they're like little spies, like little CIA, yeah. CIA spy tapes. Um, what did you made me lose my train of thought? Oh, it's a great exercise on the kind of like speaking into a microphone, right? I think now, like when we do interviews with other people, it, feel, it feels kind of natural now. Like I'm not, I'm not as like nervous about like what I sound like or yada yada. Um, I, so I think it it's kind of a good practice for everybody. The rust is off after by doing an intro for us. Yeah, some eighty some some yeah. eighty some episodes we finally have it figured out from Wisconsin. Well, well, here we are. I'm Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got a low voice. Low. I'm Chad. Low. Can you go? I'm Chad. Oh, what else we got for kids and peoples and. 
everything. What's what? What you else what? do we want to tell them about? Anything happening in the in the world that well, we need if, to yeah. discuss? So, <laughs> uh, sad news. Obviously, we just as we're recording this with yeah. Within the last twenty four hours, we found out that the actor Chadwick Boseman uh, passed away. And so we're gonna do a couple segments. We had some things lined up, and we're just gonna rearrange, and we're gonna slide some Chadwick Boseman related. We'll do a fictional athletic trainer from a movie he was in. Yeah. And we may or may not incorporate him into the feature topic. Yeah, we'll depending get... on how you. Well, he's incorporated. Yeah, it's based on something he did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was sad, and Lute Olson, and who else? Cliff uh, Robinson. Cliff Robinson. I mean, it seems yeah. like tough weekend here yeah i guess so so but it's all right we, we will do the best we can here uh i'm just quick going to candid underscore atc okay on the, the old twitter verse just to okay. see if um there's anything we need to do i don't know do we have any highlight any polls do we, we have any, did. Do we anything that needs to be you know it's shored at, up yeah shored so up? shored up Shown up. Uh, Tommy it up. Tommy yeah. Do you do you wear? <laughs> this actually really surprised me. We talked in our last episode about um, do you team issued. Oh, what? team issued gear. Yeah, that's right. Do you wear it outside of work? Mm-hmm. No. So we put it on. Uh, we put it up as a poll. Okay. Seventy-nine percent said yes. They wear there you their. Go. Athletic training, school issued, team issued gear, yeah. outside of work. Twenty one percent said no. That that shocked me. That does not shock me. It shocked me that it was that big a gap. Oh, Jesus! Spring is about to kill me. Um, it to me no, because I, I think I think when you're in the like the college or high school ranks, it's very common to wear your school stuff. And I think that's a lot of athletic trainers, especially yeah, that's true. especially who's listening to us. Who is listening to us? I don't know. Who's Maybe four people. Four plus. Um, and then any other polls that we needed to, sh- 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 you know, complete? <laughs> you know, we have. Uh, well, we'll get into it as we get okay. our show. That's fine. Underway. Should we just start the show? One of then? Our segments. Let's try it. Okay. Why not? That was not me, folks. What are you drinking there, Chad? Good old fashioned A and Dub. A and Dub. A and W root beers. Root beers. Need a little pick me up here. Mm. Nothing better than a little root beer pick me up. Oh, that any, is good. Any ice cream Aged in that thing? Vanilla. Oh my god, the root beer float sounds amazing oh, right now. So amazing. Okay, hold on. I got a question for what? you about that. What's your question? When you have a root beer float, ice cream first. Oh, that's a, actually that's a good question too. <laughs> that's really good. I'm gonna put. It's that actually in there. no. I think you're actually. Is it only to... vanilla, or can you put any flavor ice cream in your root beer floats? Because I have I have an opinion, but my wife's opinion is different than mine. So my opinion is only vanilla. That's what I think. Yeah. This crazy girl's putting yeah. Neapolitan ice cream in her nah, root beer. That's that's weird. What are you doing? I don't want a strawberry A and W. Okay, like, but I really don't. Are you the ice cream first? No, I think you, you have to do root beer first. 
I think if you do if you do the ice cream first, it fo- like it gets too. Uh, what am I? Sudsy, foamy, whatever. What am I trying to th- like? Whatever the word is. Sudsy. Sudsy. No, it's not soap. What the heck am I thinking? Head. There's a big head on it. <laughs> God, I don't know. Is this FMK foam. foam. Yeah, I don't know. Vanilla. I'm only? almost positive you have to go the root beer first and then throw a scoop in there because it. It won't. It won't work. I put the ice it, cream in first, I think, and then just pour a little. No, it'll go pretty sudsy. Yeah, I think because it's too cold. Like mm-hmm. it, it's like it mixes together. Yeah, with but it I think if you it. put a bunch of root beer in there and you plop some ice cream, don't you get a little splash effect? Oh yeah, you do. The other the other question is, do you use? That's why do you, you use like go- room temperature root beer or do you use cold root beer? I don't know. I guess it depends on the the temperature of the day. Really I'm fine with day. just. I mean, I'm drinking a room temperature soda right now. I don't need no ice in this. Soda. I'm not gonna. I like room temperature soda almost more than a cold soda. Yeah, but that actually. I mean, sneak peek at our FMK. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. And you got a nice little Anchorman Scotch 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 in my belly. Get into my belly. <sighs> okay. Scotch. Well, mm. we're back. And we're going to athletic train some things. I don't think we will. Probably not. <laughs> There's not going to be much athletic training tonight. Ah, well, who the heck cares? No one's listening. <laughs> we're major. Nobody's <laughs> listening anyways. What God, is that what from? Underrated. That's a freaking, is that, that's that a, might get into our future topic. What is a co- what's that quote from? That's or from Major that? League. That's, that's, that's your boy. It yeah. That's your boy, Bob. That's, that's old Bob. It doesn't the matter. Harry Doyle no here. Nobody's oh, listening anyways. Okay. So I am drinking just as much gonna, as he did. Let's just start with our fictional athletic trainer here. Okay, why not? Um, in honor of that's fat, by the way. Yeah. In honor a, of Mr. Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman. Um, we were talking about some of his movies. We yeah. haven't seen a ton of them. Uh huh. We've each seen a, a handful. Uh huh. The one I really do want to see is Twenty One Bridges that just came out. Yeah. Uh, it looked good to me. Might be his latest. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Uh, we've talked enough about Black Panther and some of our yeah. other shows. In fact, last week when we did our Marvel like sports medicine team, he Correct. made my he made my list. I yeah. think he'd be a, a great associate uh-huh. or head athletic trainer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so then the other ones that he's really really well known for are obviously 42 with Jackie, where he was uh-huh. Jackie Robinson. And Jackie, that's not Jackie. a fictional athletic trainer, so we decided not to do that. True. Correct. Because it's hard to say Jackie Robinson would well, not just, be good at anything. Well, it's just I weird. Mean, He's yeah, a real, it's just a real guy. Yeah, this is fictional. This is not real real people a, athletic trainer. And he was a baseball player. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure he could have been an athletic trainer, but why would he? So we're going to go with what we f- both feel is maybe an underrated sports movie. Absolutely. Draft Day. Draft Day. With... Kevin Costner. Shocking. If it's a sports movie, he's in it. He might be the goat of sports oh, movies. Oh, God. No. Yeah, there, it's, it's, it's not even close. It's not. It's not even close. Yeah. I mean, you were. T- you Can were you th- think of anybody else that would be. That's close? In <laughs> um, sports movies. I'd have only. to think about that for a second. Give okay. me give me a second All before right. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to it, but it'll come to me. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, looking at this movie, we're going to go with the four main characters from this Chadwick Boseman movie. And he's, his character is really, him. yeah, not including him because he played an athlete, an athlete in, the, in the movie and uh, he did a really nice job in his role. Well, what's interesting, so you, 
you brought up, you were listening to one of the podcasts you normally listen to. Yeah. Um, what's his face? Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons, if you'd like to include us in the Ringer Network, we would we'd gladly jump on board in the Ringer Network. I don't, I don't know if he can afford us. I, I don't know. I really don't. I, know I don't Spotify think he can. I just I understand. You know, your cause. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't even know if Spotify can afford us. Um, well, they definitely can't after <laughs> no Joe can. Rogan and Bill Simmons. Um, anywho, but you were listening because he did an interview with Chadwick Boseman yep. a few months ago, and he re-aired it today or something. Um, and he was mentioning how if he could just do like one more great sports, like sports movie, he would be in that like Mount Rushmore of like, he'd be a hall of sports movie actors. Yeah. And so it got me thinking, oh yeah, he was in draft day and I love that movie. I actually like every time I watch it, I still like, it's on like, that's the, the classic, like. Oh, like when you're changing the channels and all of a sudden you come across a movie and you stop, like, nope, watching this, that would definitely be one of them. I had just seen it for the first time probably is another. six weeks ago. Yeah. And we rented it and watched it basically twice in the 24 hours we had or whatnot. I thought it was great. I think everybody in it's great. It was well done. So let's pick. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I guess back to fat. Yeah. Let's pick the four, what we would consider primary Mm-hmm. Um, characters in that movie, Sonny, who is the GM, played by Kevin Costner. Yep. We have um, Coach Penn, who is the coach. The coach, <laughs> played by Dennis Leary. Yep. We have Allie, and I don't know what Allie's last name is in the mm-hmm. movie, played by Jennifer Garner. Correct. And then Anthony Molina is the owner. Yes. And I forgot who plays him. Uh, oh, the actor's name. I don't. Know. I'll look it up. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, Anthony Molina, not the, a catcher in Major League Baseball. Are you sure? Uh, he probably did. I that bet he could on catch. The side. If his name is Molina, he he could probably he catch. Can, he can definitely catch. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the Molina family is pretty well known for that. So, um, where do you want to do you want to talk about these characters individually, or how do you want to do this? Um, Frank Langella, Langella, yeah. Frank Langella. That's an interesting name. Um, he was in a, he's been, okay. that, that guy's been in a lot of stuff. Let's start um, with him. Okay. Let's, let's start, start with, with the owner. So the he's owner. the owner. He's the owner of the end, like, well, the theoretical Cleveland Browns yeah. organization. So would that particular character make a good athletic trainer? No. You don't think so? No. Impulse, too impulsive? Yeah. I mean, he's only Driven. about, they, they manage like in the, in the movie. I'm not, this is not a spoiler alert. Um, yeah, it is. they manage. It's not. They manage to get the first the first pick of the draft, um, and there's a clear cut like quarterback that everybody thinks you should take, and he just wants to take him because it's the it's the blockbuster move, the ratings, and it's it's the yeah. I mean, you got the number one pick. Everybody's paying attention to it, and yep. then so that's so the all flash. he cares. It's all he cares about. That's really all he cares. He doesn't even care if the guy's good. I don't think. It's just this, like, the, all the flash, all the, you know, the press that you can get from it, the making money off of it. Obviously, it's his business. I don't think he's taking into account anything that you have to take into account as an athletic trainer. Yeah, there's there's no real Sorry. deep knowledge, research Anthony. on what needs to happen. It's just an impulse. It's an instinct, which yeah. is important as an athletic trainer to have an instinct, but you also just have to be able to critically think. 
He also and I just don't think he did in that no, particular role. No. And he um, kind of what's the that's like puts the cart before the horse a yeah, little bit. Good call. So and he can't really do that as an athletic trainer. What I will say though. He made it from New York, where the draft was being held, to Cleveland in about 20 minutes. Ooh. So if he can do that, he might be the best transporter yeah. of any so, of them. Oh, okay. He does have that was got a, a PJ. That was a big flaw of the movie. Is the he's guy got a private it. jet. Yeah. yeah. So he could, he could transport anybody across the country at any time because he's got that PJ. Yeah, so he would... He would he would be okay in that and not very much. Which else. is totally the athletic trainer life, yeah. flying on PJs everywhere. All right, um, let's go. Let's go, Coach Penn. Next. Okay, Coach, played by Dennis Leary. Um, played exactly how you would think Dennis Leary would play a coach. I thought he okay. was kind of. Believable. I'm a coach. This is my. Let team. me coach this team. This is my team. This is what I want. Give it to me right now. Yeah. And he's from the Dallas Cowboys. These are the players I want. These are. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. My way or the highway. Uh-huh. This is a, okay, so he's my way or the highway. I'll, I mean, he's my way or the highway. He's trying to be my way or the highway. Yeah, he's trying to He's trying to force the hand. Yeah. He's trying to show how much he's in charge. Um, this is the only thing I would say is he clearly... Remember he's talking about the quarterback? And he's like, that quarterback can run my system, right? Like, he's got a plan. Yes. So I think from an athletic, like, tying that into athletic training, he would be, he would look to the future with a certain plan. The only thing, I think he'd get a little frazzled if it starts going to the left instead of going to the right. Better at rehab than emergency settings is what I'm hearing. Yeah. If he and, can, if he can plan it out yeah. and think it through, he he. So he's going to basically have a really nice first scripted ten to fifteen yes. plays, and then yes. after that, is he going to be able to adjust? I wonder how he did the rest of that season, because well, that doesn't had, sound like a good coach either. Yeah, that okay. sounds like a terrible coach actually. Um, kind of an a hole. He is. Came across as mm-hmm. a big prick. Yep. Which. As we've done a few of these times, a little of that is okay, but you still need to have people skills. Yeah. Now, here's here's one thing. There is a part in the movie where he shows some pretty big compassion. Like he, um, there's a particular player that he really wants, and he's very happy to give this player the chance to play for his team. Um, I just don't want to give away too much of the movie. I think there's... There is a softer side, but it's it's got to be one on one. Yeah. In front of everybody else, he's a hard ass. But one on one, so maybe he's good. Maybe he's good talking an athlete off the ledge. Okay. You know, maybe something like that. Okay. Could be. So it would be okay. How about Sunny? Yeah, mediocre. All right, Sunny, Sunny, Kevin Sunny, Sunny Costner. Kevin Costner. First off, Kevin Costner can do anything. So. He would be a good athletic trainer. He, Kevin Costner. He would be himself. a great athlete, he, he athletic, athletic trainer, athletic actor. Yeah. Um, he Maybe really, that's his he next probably role. would be. As he has to stop being the athlete and. Maybe he'd yeah. bring in like, water. I think he'd be the water boy, too. Because um, of the Waterworld movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that character. Oh, God. One thing is that he's got a plan. And he sticks to it. Like, 
when all the distractions are happening and happening and happening and happening, I mean, he, he's got a plan. He he was the best improv. He was the best at improvising of any of these four characters. While still, because he had a plan. Yeah. He had a plan. He wrote something down. This is what I want to happen. Made it happen. And then everything around that decision started going to bits and pieces. And then he was able to navigate that. Oh, he navigated some stuff, that's for sure. So, man, that's actually... I think um, the other thing is he, he makes what he deems a pretty big mistake, and he figures out how to correct his wrongs, I think. I think that's that's a big part of who he is. How about this? He also was really good at separating and seeing um, maybe like who the person is and what they're all about mm-hmm. from now that he's talking, he's dealing with football players. So like yeah. he's got stats and numbers and like scouts telling him one thing, but then he would call the ability him. to uh, identify what motivates people. Yeah. He was very good in, at that in this movie. True. True. And I think that's a little bit of something we do. We have to be able to understand our athletes in order to push, pull, them to what we need them to do or where they want to be. So I think he also had, he has a great moment with an athlete where he tells him to get off goddamn social media. Stop, stop posting to social media. It's very good advice. Oh, it was very good advice. He gets hot headed every once in a while. He does lose his cool. He throws work computers. Unfortunately, he, he punished his intern pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, the only, the only, I would say a big downfall well, it's not even a downfall. Depends on if you like Jennifer Gardner or not. But he's not. He's dipping his pen in the company ink a little bit. <laughs> well, so, let's let's talk a, a little I mean, bit about that. Is like, but he keeps so, it professional while they're there. She he, does too. Like they do a really good job. Okay. He also like being a GM. Uh-huh. You know, especially in that time of the year, is that one of those times? It's like being an athletic trainer where you're not counting hours. It's no. what do I have to do to get the job done? Yeah. So in that respect, I think he'd be pretty good. Oh yeah, I, I think if there's one thing that a GM, I would consider probably most GMs if they care about their job at all. Um, yeah, they don't. They don't mind. Yeah. They don't mind working long hours. How about this? How about when the other GMs are calling them and they're trying to bamboozle them? Yeah, and he like will just hang up on them or oh, totally. hang up on them, call them back. How yeah. often do you wish you could do that to an athlete? Oh my god, that'd be so fantastic. If you could do that, that would be. I don't great. like what you're saying right now. Have you ever hung up, uh, or have you ever just kicked an athlete out and just be like, "Look, you're not. You're out. Come back with a different attitude." Yeah. Um, have I? Definitely in in jest. For sure. Yeah. I've definitely kicked plenty of athletes out of my athletic training room and just. Okay. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't think so I have. He really is. He re- right. Well, no, you're a nice guy. Yeah. All right, last character. So this doesn't Allie. take 45 minutes. Yeah, Allie. Allie, Jennifer Garner. So Jennifer Garner. The capologist. Yeah, so she's specialist. basically her role. She's the cap specialist. She's the numbers person. She, make, she makes sure that the team doesn't go over the cap. She also, though... Because as you alluded to, she is behind the scenes sleeping with Sonny. She is. So she understands his personality 
And she yeah. has to navigate some of that uh, and understand what motivates him yeah. and what he needs. Somewhat, yeah. She kind of has to be the one to push him when he needs to be pushed, um, which yeah. is kind of good. Well, yeah, and he relies on her to be honest with him. She's maybe the most, tr- like that's the only person that he trusts, so she's trustworthy. Very. I which think- is a, a good co- uh, trait for an athletic trainer, being trustworthy. Um, she hasn't in the movie, she has no agenda, you know, she's not the coach just trying to get his team that he likes. Like she, all, all she has to worry about with that franchise is the cap, but she, it has no agenda. So when she tells somebody something, it is just coming from what she thinks is best. There's also a scene where the coach is trying to push her buttons yep. and manipulate her and she has to stand her ground. Oh, oh. and that's like dealing with. A coach. <laughs> dealing with a coach. Sometimes. And dealing with a GM. Yeah. I mean, if you work in pro sports as an athletic trainer, you're going to deal with a GM. And so. you're going to have to know how to navigate those conversations. Um, she also is very, like, she keeps her mouth shut until she needs to say something. She was she could multitask a little bit, too, with, like, yeah, the numbers and the office and dealing uh-huh. with the intern. So she, oh, yeah. she had a, a few, okay. She's clearly the only one that's really organized, too. I feel like we've got this yeah. personally down to two. Oh, absolutely. Who do you uh, got? I, um, I actually think I'm going to go with Sonny for his ability to have a big picture, work within the big picture, but still have a lot of uh, freedom and um, ability to kind of navigate the ups and downs of the whole thing. I got so Allie. I'm going to go with Sonny. I'm going to Allie. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I just, I think, for one, everything I said earlier, but then two, I think she plays that perfect role of not being the one in charge, but the one that is really actually navigating the scene and getting the getting everything else done while still dealing with your bullshit. The GM is too... I'm, I keep dealing with your bullshit, but I still got all my stuff to do. And guess what? All my stuff's done. You need to get your act yeah, together. The GM is too like out in front of the public. And that's not what athletic yeah. trainers are. I can see that. Yeah. She's the behind the scenes. Nobody really knows how valuable she is. Yeah. And I just like Jennifer Garner. She's uh, awesome. Yeah. That's a good point. She is so... Underrated, undervalued. Yeah. And that's what athletic trainers are too. That's a good point. What's next? Well, yeah, we'll put it up and we'll let draft you decide. Day. Hopefully you've seen the movie. Watch some draft. Or day. just vote on based on what Kevin and I yeah, said. Whatever. So um okay. Let's move on. If you want to our top five. Okay. And Kevin, this week. We asked 100 athletic training students. Students. What's what? What's the rotation that's been most boring to you? Most so boring. What's the hard, Yeah, most boring rotation. I hate this rotation. Um, okay. So I went with what I think most undergraduate programs make you go through um, with rotations. I'm sure there you are. Did? I'm sure there are some outliers there that I'm not even going to think of because I didn't know that you would do that. But so I went with like a PT clinic. 
All like right. you actually have to spend time in an actual physical therapy standard practice um, rehab PT, you know, general population clinic. All right. We were lucky enough that it just meant working with like the student population. Um, a hospital or like a gen med rotation. I think most undergraduate programs have at least like a week or something where you have to spend time watching people get their temperature taken and uh, the old two finger salute up the the other side. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. So this is not me personally, because I think if anybody knows me, I, I I geek out on it. But track and field. I think some, I think a lot of students hate watching people run in circles. Um, I'm gonna go baseball because I mean it's baseball. And then anything, any rotation. They, you had to be with Ch- Chad Henneberry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be boring. I mean, if anybody knows Chad, he's boring, especially at work. Okay. He doesn't know how to have fun at practice or games or. That's a good burn. It. That's the first burn, burn. Like, <laughs> you really snuck that in there very well. Uh, how many of these have we done, these top fives, you think? Oh, oh how, many, how many episodes have we had? <laughs> <laughs> well, then, uh, this yeah. Yeah. Episode 83-ish, I don't know, somewhere yeah. in there. So this is for sure your best one. Nice. You you did well here. Nice. I got all four or five? Uh, no, but <laughs> you were you're pretty close. Um, so we had a tie for fourth place. Okay. Six answers apiece for baseball. Yeah. And high school. Okay. Having to go cover the old local high the school. Old high school. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. In third place, with eight votes, okay, we had tennis. Oh, tennis. Um, yeah, I, I could see tennis being boring to cover. In second place, with twelve votes or twelve responses, the PT clinic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And in first place, with fourteen. Uh huh. Track and field. Whoa. So you got three out of the five, and one that you said, um, Gen Med, Gen Med, was right there. Uh, right there. Ab- nothing about Chad Henneberry on that list. Nobody said working with Chad sucks. Interesting. I, I but I think we that. probably just pulled the wrong people. <laughs> so it probably does. So. All, none of your student, all your students hate you that much that they didn't fill out the survey. Probably, <laughs> I I do, do you tend even have to have any students anymore. I do. You I've do? got two working with me right now. All right. Nice. And we'll get into that in just a second. Oh, really? Okay. I can't wait. So, um, yeah. Any surprises there? No, I think they're all. I mean, tennis came out. I didn't even think of tennis, but it probably would. There's not a lot of. The game itself can be exciting, but to yeah, but cover many, it, yeah. Like if you're just gonna stand on a, on the sideline of a tennis court, watching them, just watching that ball go back and forth, it's not. I mean, it's not that exciting. I've covered a couple of tennis tournaments and they're pretty boring. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And and there's just not a whole lot of injuries. Yeah, and that's what I. Track and field's the same thing. It's like if you don't love track and field. Um, 
going to watch a track meet is probably pretty brutal for an athletic training student. Yep. But um, I love it. The the one that I wanted, the one side note that I will just bring up, because the rest, I mean, they were all over the board. There was a, a couple answers for basically all the sports. But sure. um, one person said the industrial setting. Ah, uh, Yeah. I think that's really, I think that's really cool that they get that opportunity now as a rotation if they mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably important, but it's interesting to note that this person thought it was really boring. Yeah, you know what I, in a previous life, I mean career, um, I was working for a PT clinic that did like screenings okay. at an industrial setting, so yeah. it was like. It was ergonomic screening stuff, and so not you would take like uh, not vitals, but you know weight and things like that that um, people that needed to combine measurements. Combine that's, a, that's <laughs> actually a great way to put it. Um, but then we would do like just kind of like movement screens and stuff, and honestly, it was it was pretty boring. Okay, it was. It, I think it was I tough. think sometimes. In certain settings, when you know somebody doesn't want to be there and they have to be there, correct. Like in that setting, the Gen Med yeah. setting, yeah. Um, maybe some of your PT cases who yeah. are like workman's comp. Yeah, I think those situations tend to be mm-hmm. a drag. Mm-hmm. I think that's also trickles a little bit into high school sports. Yeah, as some athletes are told they have to do this, yeah. or it's encouraged by their parents, and they don't. Like, otherwise, they probably would have quit a few years ago if they didn't really. As you get into college, those are the people that really do enjoy the sport. Usually, yeah. Usually. Yeah. You always have your own life. Usually, you enjoy being very good at the sport. Maybe you don't actually like the sport anymore, but you're just good. You're really, really good at it. I mean, even on the even on the pro ranks, there are people that don't hate like the sport. Yeah, that, I think like they actually. It's really funny because as you get better and go through more of it, you can see it in the college setting. People are like, by their senior year, they're like, "I'm ready to be done with this." Yeah. But they just happen to be good enough to go on, yeah. and it's like now that's your job, and you do it. That's all you do. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, I hate my life. And it's I think some of some people are lucky enough that they they get a huge paycheck for it, so it just outweighs yeah. that, like desire to not do it but a hundred percent so it's like the moral, it's like you with athletic training you, moral, hate, you hate athletic training but you know, I do with, not. with how much money you make the moral of the story is that sports will chew you all up at mm-hmm. some point the longer you do it yeah so enjoy whether it while you can yeah whether you're an athlete or an athletic trainer yep totally well very good very good let's um piggyback that okay uh right into our Friend or foe? Friend or foe. Friend. You asked me if I have athletic training students. I did. Currently. Yeah. And so we're going to de- debate whether the athletic training student... Is a friend or a foe. A friend or foe. You and got two. My, I do. Do you want to the... name them? And nope. You want to specifically say whether or not each one of them nope. is a friend or foe? <laughs> I'm going to say... My answer to this question is it depends. Pass or fail. Oh, sure. It, yeah, whatever, Dave. <laughs> it really does. A good athletic training student is such a friend, but if they are not engaged or wanting to be there, it's kind of like the athletes we were just talking about. They just are, they think they want to be there, but they yeah. don't. Yeah. It is more work than good. Yeah. I'm going to say, oh man, I've had. I've how many, had, how many foes 
have you had? Over 13 years? Yep. Um, Do at least five of them just like immediately come to mind? That you're like... I could think of five foes. Okay. All right. I would say over... A majority of the athletic training students have been fantastic. Oh, I'd assume. Uh, I do enjoy most of them. I do enjoy the two students I'm working with right now. I sure think they've you do. been very good. Doubt it. I've I've only had them for two weeks right now. Yeah. They are both very engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far it's been great. I don't see any problems with them. But I will just <laughs> say long, a bad a bad think? athletic training student is can be a drag. It's like, oh my god, now I gotta teach you don't you're not learning the material. Yeah. And it's just extra work that I have to do to they don't even want practice to with you. And I don't want to babysit. Correct. I want an athletic training student that is just going to take charge. Like, hey, you know what to do. Go do it. Don't wait for me to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Sorry, friend or foe? Um, I'm going to go friend. And not just being PC about it or anything like that. Um, because I think there are definitely some faux athletic training students out there. Faux show. I really do. Um, but I'm going to say friend for this reason mainly. Um teaching them stuff makes us better at stuff so yeah i think it's a nice review yeah every year it's like oh man i can i can just relearn this Uh uh-huh and i think it's a great point i don't i don't have that anymore in my career like i don't have a an intern or anything anymore and i really miss kind of teaching some of the basics that because then you just feel so secure with the basics of athletic training. It's a refresher. And every you, time. I think I always, I always learned something, whether it was, um, not, I mean, usually not like, Oh, that's a better way to tape an angle or something like that. But maybe just looking at a new special test that wasn't taught when I was in school. Um, so I, I think, Athletic training students give us athletic trainers that opportunity to keep our skills at that level so that we can always try to be better, if that makes sense. I agree. I think that's a great point. Otherwise, some of them are just turds and need to go away. That's my only, this is what I would like, a little so side, you're, you're, side So you're bar. saying it's in, it depends too. So you, you just made fun of me for saying it depends, no, and that's what I'm hearing no, from you. friends, friends. <laughs> my sidebar is if you aren't excited about being an athletic training student, get out. Don't do it. Like, this is not a profession that can be like, oh, yeah, like I'm just kind of like going to work today. Like, this is a profession that you have to care about going to your job all the time, and you kind of have to have a little bit of excitement about doing your job and being better at your job. If you don't, like, if you're, like, a year in, two years into being an athletic training student, you're like, oh, God, like, this just blows. Like, just get out. Go go do something else. See which, you know, credits transfer and do something else. Stop wasting your time and everybody else's time. I agree. I agree. Boom. Okay. Um, finally. We have our FMK. F. Mary Kill. 
segment. Uh, we're piggybacking go. right off of last week's yeah. shows where we were talking caffeine. We're on fiend. a caffeine. Like, Get that fiend. We had a lot of responses. Uh, we put up F. Mary Kill, your caffeine choices on social media. And we've had a lot of responses, but we're going to just do what you Three. and I. The big ones. Yeah. yeah. Caffeine. Uh, so we have coffee, soda, energy drinks. Yeah. Um, let me go first. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, I I will obviously marry coffee. Obviously you will. I think, I, I mean, I've been making sweet, sweet love to it for a long time. Uh-huh. So I, I think I should probably put a ring on it. Um, I am going to kill soda, and I'm going to F the energy drink. Okay. So I'm going off of... From the caffeine standpoint, right? Okay. So don't, I'm trying not, I'm trying to not confuse the idea of like, would I rather drink an energy drink or a soda? Because if I'm sitting at a movie theater and I got a, I got a big old pail of popcorn, I kind of want a cherry Pepsi or Coke. I don't really care which one. Um, but if it's purely for the caffeine, I need just like a Red Bull and if it's really like even if you drink coffee all the time and you have a red bull it's like a total different like caffeine high it's completely different okay at least my in my experience um i haven't tried a lot of other energy drinks in the last 15 years um bang. But you haven't banged anyone I, I haven't banged ever <laughs> uh, and then i don't know it. is it bung you're saving it is is a past tense of bang bung i don't know um can you can you do two bangs at one time can you can you can you bang can you bang two at a time she bang she bang she Ooh, bang. baby Ooh, baby um you know what's funny is i, I remember I um do you remember oh do you remember like when energy drinks came out red bull gives you wings late 90s yeah, it was like so late '90s, like early 2000s is when they finally like got over here to the states, at least like in Wisconsin. And I, so I was a freshman in high school the first time I ever had one. It was at a track meet, and it was actually one that it was called 180. Okay. I, and I used to every track meet I would bring. So if you're a running, Red Bull if and you're a running, 180, if you're running a 400, would you do two and a half or two and a quarter of those to get to 400? Like no. That's not how it worked. Like the math, 180. No. Okay. (laughs) I would drink the 180 right when I got to the track meet, because I was always like in like four events, and so I drink. I'd go do my long jump or something, and then like right before like either the four by four or the last event that I had to do, I'd slam a Red Bull, and then go run. And I remember a few years later, when I was I kind of understood what these drinks were more and i was like oh my god i can't believe i was 15 like drinking energy drinks before my events like how stupid um but yeah i don't know that's my story it was funny in my head it was funny what do you got i finished that yeah 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 Yeah, you did yeah you did so you said you were marrying the coffee yeah you're killing the soda Uh and you are Effing with the energy drinks. Mm-hmm. We had some really good responses on social media, so I highly re- 
recommend you go to Candid underscore ATC and scroll through our Twitter feed. And we, yeah. some of the people out there had some really good points. Um, here's where I'm at on this. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm pretty, well, we've already identified the fact that I don't do any caffeine. Correct. So I'm, I'm going here on just a few different things. One, am I going to enjoy drinking any of these? What um, after a while? Yeah, maybe. Uh, right off the bat, I think I'm gonna have to kill the energy drinks. Okay. I just, I kind of just feel like we're shoveling gasoline down your throat. <laughs> like that's the concept. Like take this, and you're gonna turn into Speedy Gonzalez. It's more, it's more like whatever. jet. Fu- it's jet. It's fuel. jet fuel. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nitro boost. I think there's a coffee called jet fuel. Oh, okay. I think so. So I, I think I'm gonna kill it. Okay. Uh, I think, honestly, I'm going to F the coffee because it's really good in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Enough said. <laughs> and I'm going to marry the soda. Okay. I think that's just, I'm going to keep it that simple. Because it's good. It's good once a month. The <laughs> <laughs> because really, realistically, all right, I'm not going to have a soda in the morning. <laughs> but the rest of the day, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Soda does seem I I mean for all the people out there that drink a lot of soda. It used to remember how many people used to do like a, a Mountain Dew first thing in the morning? Like even I don't really drink soda anymore. I literally the only time I probably ever have a soda is if I go to the movies. Um Right? Because it just kind of feels right. Um but Obviously, I haven't been to a movie in a long time, as nobody else has either. Um, but drinking a soda in the morning is really weird to me. All right. I, I'm going to bring up something. I'm a little disappointed. Oh. I just came to me now Yeah. in terms of this. Does A&W have caffeine in it? No. <laughs> I think you're discrediting how much you could use soda. What do you mean? As a mixer. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're but not... I don't mix. I don't mix with like, <laughs> I don't mix with like Coke. If I ever do soda, it's club soda, like okay. soda water, and that's not soda. There's no caffeine in that. All right. So you would, if you were gonna mix some alcohol with some of these, does that change your answers at all? No, not at all. You're more maybe, likely to you do know like what? an energy drink. Maybe a root red, beer or... float with some, maybe some, what I heard. That's adult, not Adult juice. I know, but. Saying like that's probably the only soda I'd have an alcoholic root beer float. Okay, I would not. I would not drink so a rum al- and coke. Rum alcohol and coke, with coffee, whiskey, like coke. A, a alcohol with coffee. You do. I I would do that absolutely. Do you? No, you don't really. have a, like a Kahlua and coffee or anything like that. Very very rare occasion. Okay, energy like super rare are occasion. You, an energy drink like a Red Bull and like a Red Bull vodka. Yeah. No. No? So you don't, don't do don't, any you don't, don't do any of this. I don't mix uppers and downers together. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I thought that might change your answers a little no, bit, I guess not. Actually, okay, not. I don't yeah, I don't mix I don't mix alcohol with stuff very often. All right. The only th- I literally lately have been doing some like vodka or tequila like in club soda and that's it. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well let's um let's do a Mount Rushmore. Okay, why not? All right. So, 
Chester. Yep. Mount Rushmore, huh? Yeah. Um, so we, as we alluded to before, Chadwick. Um, Bozeman. We, he kind of got us onto this path of like sports movies. And so we were thinking, draft day, kinda underrated. Um, it feels pretty accurate of like what that day probably is like for a GM, like draft day. Yeah. Um, or from the athletic trainer's perspective. How, and yeah. Like you're standing will, uh, on the sideline and this is what it really feels like. You know what's interesting? They that would have been it would have been a really bad for Hollywood, but for athletic trainers, if you're the head athletic trainer of a like of a professional team or a medical director, like draft day is actually pretty like big. It's one of your bigger, I mean your bigger days of the year. Yeah. yeah. I mean like you're doing a lot of like research and like give me the give me the numbers on this guy. Give me like what what is his injury history? I mean you're looking up all these guys before the draft day too. Um that would that'd be if you got if you want to know a little bit about that, like that'd be fun to talk to about with somebody. Yeah. Maybe our, maybe our buddy Dan Wright could get us in on that somehow. Yeah, for sure. Um but anyway, so a realistic, maybe underrated uh, movie from Portrayal. an athletic tra- trainer standpoint. Yeah. So not necessarily the athletic trainer in the movie, but I think we all, for the most part, like sports movies. And I think one of the reasons we like certain movies is probably because it speaks to us a little differently because we get to be in the inner circle of sports so much. Yep. Right? So... Remember the Titans is a great movie, but it's not necessarily an accurate sports movie, right? I mean, when you're watching those scenes or kind of like seeing what people are going through from like the actual on-field play, I mean, it's pretty bad, right? I mean, it's a great movie, though. Watching some some actors run. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is pretty bad. That is really bad. Okay, so you got a Mount Rushmore over there? No offense, Petey. Um, I do. You want me to go first? Sure. Or do you want to go one at a, one at a time? What do you want to do? I don't care. We'll go one. We'll go one at a time. One let's, v one. Let's let's just start off with you know I think the one that we're both gonna we're pick. both gonna have it. So hundred percent for the love of the game. Yes. So baseball. It is, and that one actually, kudos to. Who's in that movie? Kevin Costner. <laughs> Maybe. You know what, Bruce? You might be replaced. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. But So I think it's such an accurate in terms of, like, you just feel like it's a, a genuine situation. But for us, I know we've talked about it multiple, multiple times, and I think on the podcast as well. The shout out to the athletic trainer and the snippets <laughs> of the athletic trainer working with Kevin Costner's yeah. character as he goes through his rehab is really cool because and it's very well done. Yeah, even just shooting the shit while he's like on a elliptical. Yeah, like or so, a bike or whatever he's on. Kudos to them. It just was really really good. It it was, and then I will even go further that you know it's not accurate for every professional baseball player but i think a professional like an elite starting pitcher that's made a crap ton of money in his in his day and he's on his last season you know he gets a suite in every city that he's he's in like very accurate 
from that side too. Like yeah. the dinner that he goes to and like hotels and, and then also just like this trying to balance being this, uh, athlete, but also like now I gotta, I'm going to have to assimilate to like a normal world next year. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what that's going to be like. Um, my, you know, my catcher, that's been my, my buddy the whole time. And not only does he, you know, look out for me on the field, but he's also my best friend outside. I mean, like, I don't know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that reminded me of some people I've worked, gotten the pleasure to work with in the past, um, in my pro pro ball career. And so that side too is, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, because some of sometimes when you see movies about professional athletes, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't think there's many accurate things in um, any given Sunday. Oh, like just, it's on my list. Is it really? Okay, I'm just, as far I'm as the on field action. I, no, on field action, pretty darn good. That's I'm so. Saying, I'll go like, there. That's my the second stuff. one. Any given Sunday, the 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 football scenes. Yeah, pretty good. I gives almost me, as good it, as Waterboy. It makes me feel like I'm standing on the sideline. Mm-hmm. And so I put it in my Mount Rushmore I like it. of That's awesome then. I do agree the rest of the movie, some of the hotel stuff sure. and the, yeah. all that. Yeah. But the actual like I think it's hard to film a good football movie. Most yeah. of the football movies are good stories, Correct. bad action movies. I Correct. think that's the best of football action movies. Correct. Other than replacements, yeah, <laughs> just replacements. Kidding. Just kidding. So I put, I put that's my number two. Okay. Well, I mean it's it's in my Mount Rushmore. I'm not. I, they're not in any particular order. Right. So, um, what do you have? Give me another one of yours. So without limits. Oh, a running movie. That is the Steve Prefontaine story. In my opinion, the better of the two Steve Prefontaine movies, one being Without Limits, one being called prefontaine um where it for me the big thing is the coach athlete interaction and the frustration that can occur between not only from the coach's standpoint of like dude why aren't you listening to me like just i'm i'm not trying to make you worse i'm trying to make you better listen to me to the athlete being like, no, I, I, I know what I'm doing and I've been so successful so far. Like, why are you trying to change this? Why are you trying to change this? Like, I don't get it. Like, just listen to me too. Like, it's a wonderful movie about coach-athlete relationship. Um, the other thing is that it's one, of the, it's one of the few running movies in my mind that the actual running scenes. Yeah. Um, get me as like, like stoked up as like when I was running, like just this little like. Are you, ner- out, of, are you out of breath when they're done? Kinda, I mean my heart's racing. That's yeah. for sure. Um, and just the honestly, from the like Prefontaine, like in his story and kind of like what he did for, um, honestly amateur athletics, the Olympics, and then also just like the running world, um. He made it cool. He made it cool to go go for a run. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ron Burgundy, jogging, right? I mean, like, that was that time. Like, 
like that was because of Steve Prefontaine. Like he was a celebrity, this guy that was just like taking the world by storm and he was a distance runner. Like nobody cared about it before that. Um, and so I think it just, it, it managed to make running cool. Yeah. Even further as a movie. And I, 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 I like it a lot. Okay. Okay. You want to do another one? Oh, sure. Or you want me to go? I'll go. You can go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Creed. Like it. I like it a lot. The first Creed. Yeah. Better the, than the second one. No, the training, no offense, the interaction. Um, man, the montages. Obviously, Rocky is known for the montages, but mm-hmm. I think Michael B. Jordan is a realistic athlete. Yeah. Like that guy. Absolutely. It's like. <laughs> he probably could I would, have been an athlete. I would like to work. If I if I I would like to be an athletic trainer and have him in my athletic training room. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna put Creed in there. Um, I like that. Visually, some of the fighting was really really well done. Uh-huh. I'm not necessarily a huge boxing person. No. But that movie got me like where I was like, I gotta go work out immediately. Absolutely. I have got to go lift some heavy weights right mm-hmm. now. So mm-hmm. that's in my Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I think if you haven't seen Creed, even if you are like, nah, I'm not going to see it because it's just another Rocky movie and I've seen Rocky and I didn't really like it that much or something, you should watch Creed because it's no offense to Rocky much better as a movie, as a a movie. Um, and Michael B. Jordan is pretty fantastic in it. He's very believable as like not not only an athlete but like he a boxer like this like yeah like he looks the training sequences like it doesn't look like oh like he practiced just that like he he really learned how to be a boxer yes. and i think there's some stories about him actually he actually voluntarily took hits so that the scenes looked better oh i think interesting yeah yeah hit me in the face keep again go for it <laughs> Um, okay. You want to no, go, go ahead? Huh? Um, so I went McFarland USA, another running movie. So it's a shocker, Kevin Costner. Oh, and he is a, he ends up being the cross country coach for McFarland high school. Um, I think it's, uh, it is, it's California. Like, uh, typical like outskirts of California where there, there's just a lot of farms, um, very Hispanic community. Um, and it's all about him actually learning how to coach cross country and then how to be honestly an old white guy in a Hispanic neighborhood uh. and coach and how to relate to the kids and how to get through to the kids and I actually how to think get, I've seen parts of this now. It's actually, now re- saying, it's a really yeah. good, mo- it's a true story. Um, at least I think mostly true. I mean, it's a Disney movie, I think too. Um, really solid movie. Um, even if you don't like running again, probably inspire you a little bit to like, yeah, I think I could run. I can mix in yeah, a jog. I can mix in a jog. Um, really to me, 
hit home the realistic nature of high school athletics and how frustrating it can be to be a coach or an athletic trainer for high school athletes and how like you were talking before like there's athletes that are just there because they have to be whether it's because it's the only way that they don't have to serve detention every day whether or not it's it's because they they have really bad grades and that this is so they don't get expelled um, or, or they really like the next season sport and they don't want yeah, to get yeah. yeah or the parents are making them or whatever really solid like also great life lessons from both ends too like co- old old coach learning from the young kids and the young kids learning from the old coach um, and how that interaction can be really powerful nice yeah yeah and it's Kevin Costner, so you know and it's, it's good. Kevin Costner. Can I th- maybe I'll mix in one more Kevin Costner movie? I, I, I bet you can. All right, my last one for mm-hmm. my my Mount Rushmore. I'm gonna go Moneyball. Okay. I think some of the spring training scenes are really really good. Sure. Um, some of the interaction, uh-huh. teaching an athlete a new position. Uh-huh. Um, now. Yeah, I just thought it was a really good portrayal. I think going back to the flashbacks to when uh, Billy Bean was younger yeah. and the whole draft process and all that yeah. um, was really good. I I just thought they – I just watched it again recently, and I'm just super impressed with it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um. Nice. So you're not gonna believe this. Wait, are you done? I'm done. That's I've got all of your- I've got we've both got for the love of the game. Yeah. I've got for the love of the game, I've got Creed, Moneyball, and Any Given Sunday. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So that's four. Any given Sunday. That was the one I was forgetting. Um American Flyers. Okay. Nineteen eighty five. All right. Shocker. Kevin Costner. Oh, you did right. it. So, and this is why I did it. Is it on your Mount Rushmore? For this list, yes. Okay. It's not on my Mount Rushmore of like sports movies or anything. I mean, it's a re- it's actually a really good movie, but not uh, it's not on my Mount Rushmore of that. But from the I think All right. So, this it's a cycling movie. It's about right. competitive cycling. And You are all VO2 max today. Yeah, I am. That's and that's honestly I my head kept going that way because I think we talked about it earlier, right? Basketball, tough movie because basketball itself, I don't think translates to film very well. Terribly. Like, I don't, I don't, like, because you can tell that, like, that was set up. Like, yeah. It, it's really hard to, like, really make a play develop that wasn't having, it, it's all improv or whatever. Um, same thing with football. It's really hard to like portray hits and making a guy, you know, juking a guy out or whatever. But I think running, cycling, um, you know, like individual, more of those like Olympic style sports and stuff can actually translate to movie pretty well. But where, you know, where you should have gone Mm. tin cup. (laughs) Oh, oh man. You know what? (laughs) Dang. You missed another Costner. Dang. 
Sorry. As as unrealistic as that movie is, like it's very unrealistic. Yeah. There are some the the golf nuances and like the mental game. I mean, that's because that's basically what the movie's about. Um, that's realistic. It's just all the other stuff that's not yeah. realistic. Um, but American Flyers cycling movie, and it's basically about an older cyclist in the pro ranks that is very well known. And then the hot shot comes up and is taken over and what that process looks like, the competitiveness behind it. But where I went with it is there's a specific scene where they're doing like VO two max. Oh, cool. And, um, the young hotshot like is trying to beat the older cyclists best like gotcha. marks right and it dove into oh that sport in speci- specifically obviously has had probably i don't know maybe the worst like reputation as like <laughs> drug users right like doping doping and, anyone i mean if you re- like oh my god like watch lance or whatever that's on espn um it makes you realize like I, there might not be a single person not doping yeah. or invict or not invictus that was that was a that's on my uh honorable mention um icarus is a really good documentary and it's about a cyclist and it ends up about the Russian doping scandal. Anyway, um, that movie, I dove into the sports science stuff Oh, and it was 1985 and they were, they had kind of the balls to start talking about sports science at that time. And I think that's really cool to see in a movie like, and where it applied to the actual sport. I don't know. I've never worked directly in pro cycling, no. but it it felt it I've felt only, like it was a good representation of what it's like sure. to be a pro cyclist and like what was going on at that time. And yeah, I've only seen a, a handful of like local, you know, outdoor mm-hmm. bike races around here where they you know got the streets yeah. shut down. But yeah, it's called I've only tour seen two of or three, yeah. tour of America's Dairyland. Yeah, Toad. The toad races. Oh. Yeah. They're fun, actually. I love cycling. So what's your final list here? So mine's for Love of the Game, Without Limits, McFarland USA, and American Flyers. I've only seen one, one of those. I think. Yeah. I did I'll have, have I had on my list Moneyball, and then I also had honorable mention, like Moneyball and Invictus. Oh. I think Invictus is a really good um representation of uh i mean god i mean talk about sports being part of uh gathering a community right and that we can all rally around sports instead of everything else that's going on yeah and so i mean if anybody doesn't know it's matt damon and what's his face god um who's the guy that always plays god and jesus and stuff um, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Oh, the the and rugby? It, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah. that one. Yeah. And I think there's a... I think it's a solid movie of, like... One, I think it's really accurate. I think they try to portray it being really accurate as possible. So, um, yeah. 
don't know. You got anything else? No. Cool. I do not. Let's uh, wrap it up. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Great well, show as always. Mount Rushmore's. I love them. We'd like to hear what yeah. all the people have. Is there like most accurate portrayal like absolutely of sports movies so where could people list their most accurate sports movies if you want to go to social media twitter candid underscore atc we will probably have a tweet somewhere yeah, out there saying let us know what what movies get you going absolutely make you feel like you're on the sideline uh-huh. or nearby whatever because not all sports have sidelines i suppose it's true so most of them just some not all do we have anything else before we let these people go well just to let you know the the website is candidathletictraining.com on that website you can go to our shop and you can get your get yourself a t-shirt maybe get yourself a hat a sticker who knows get yourself a hoodie just get yourself something yeah (laughs) yeah um anything else i mean candidathletictraining at gmail.com if you have any uh, thoughts, concerns, suggestions. Know, suggestions about the po- about the podcast, or you know, maybe we should just tell if you want to tell us to stop doing the podcast because you don't even like it. Um, that's where you can reach us the most effective way. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I don't know. Have a good week, and we'll see you on the next show. Take care. Bye. <laughs>